Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the show, we have Britt of Jam Marketing Group. She's a feel-good marketing coach, accountability partner, abundance junkie, and hugger of all things plants. She's going to sit next to you, help you co-create a smart, feel-good marketing strategy for your business. And we're diving into all things personality type that correspond to marketing plans today on the podcast. Yeah. When she says feel good marketing plan, she really means it. And she's giving some examples on what that could look like today based on your personality type. So we're breaking things down that can feel good for certain personalities. Things are going to feel icky and uncomfortable. So you can lean into the thing that's going to help getting you selling and marketing faster, better, stronger, funner, and everything in between. So give this one a listen so you can get some ideas on how to make selling even easier for you in your business. Hey, Britt, what's up? Hey, Abigail and Emily. It's good to finally have you on the show. I, for those of you who cannot just like read my brain, like Emily and I both met Britt for the first time in Chicago when we were speaking another conference And Britt happened to sit next to me at dinner. We were all exhausted. Like it felt like we were eating the best Italian food. I have dreamed of those noodles every night since then. Oh my gosh. Ridiculous. But Britt and I were in a corner and we like jammed out about what Britt does for a living. And she was telling me all about personality types and how that aligns with what marketing approaches are best for you. And I was like, shit, girl, you got to get on the show stat. So (laughs) we made it happen. Britt is here today. So I'm going to let you kind of let the people know what made you get into this like area of expertise and how did you learn about marketing techniques based on personality type? Okay. All right. We're diving right in here. So 
marketing came in when I was in my corporate job. I started out as a wellness coach. I thought I wanted to do fitness and wellness for the rest of my life. I kept the coach and I dropped the fitness and wellness piece, not my jam, ended up to be. But in the company that I was working for, I found myself procrastinating all of my real work with talking and learning about marketing and sales. It just, it was, it kind of became a new world for me. And I got completely obsessed and I ended up being pretty naturally good at it. So I started listening to all the podcasts and reading all the blogs. And again, just in my own time, just being really obsessed. And in that company, I was given an opportunity to move into their marketing department where I got to for about a year and a half, just practice and experiment everything that I had learned. And one day I decided that, you know what? I'm better than this. I'm going to go start a company and I'm going to go create my own marketing agency. And so that's what I did. Had no clients, quit my job. I don't know. I, I don't know what I was thinking. But you know, you look back and you see it 2020 in the moment. I thought I had it all figured out. Turns out you never really have it all figured out. But here we are. Two years later, we're good. We're okay. So I started everything thinking I wanted to build an agency. And within about six months, I realized that that wasn't quite aligned with how I best work. And I was then approached by someone and who asked, you know, I don't, I don't really need you to do my marketing, but could you coach me through it? Could you walk me through, you know, what this, the next steps would, would be for me? And at the time, this person was trying to launch a course. So I thought, yeah, I mean, coaching is kind of in my blood. It's always been part of what I've done just naturally. And so we tried it out. And I became obsessed. Within 30 days, I was like, okay, I'm burning all of the boats with the agency and I'm going full into marketing coaching. And that was just over a year ago. And I started getting more and more coaching clients and I started recognizing the patterns. I'm a personality type and a personality assessment junkie. I always have been, I think from middle school when I first had to take one for something. I've always been obsessed with them. And I had all of my coaching clients tell me what their Myers-Briggs type was because I, I knew that if I knew that I could coach them better. And then I started noticing the patterns of if your personality type is this, then you're probably going to feel really good about marketing your business in this way. And you're probably not going to feel good about marketing your business in this other way. And so I started to, con to connect the dots. And I realized that this was really valuable information to the people that I was coaching. And I started working pretty much over the last six months, started, started experimenting, how else can I get this information out to people? And uh, how can I leverage it? How can it be more... Well, less of a one-to-one -to -one conversation and more of something that someone can just go find on the internet, you know, because it's valuable intel into yourself and into your the growth of your business. What are some of those specific examples that you saw of like, well, if you're this type, like this is probably the thing that you're going to hate? Yeah, that's a good one. So I tend just personally, I tend to work with the... If you're at all familiar with the Myers-Briggs framework, there are 16 personalities and four categories of those personalities. And I 
happened to find that I was naturally appealing to the category. They're usually called dreamers or diplomats. And what that means is they're intuitive feelers. They have their middle letters in their personality type uh, are N and F. And literally all of my clients were intuitive feelers, N and F in the middle. And I thought, "Mm, well, that's interesting. I wonder what's behind that. And then I started even noticing differences between just those personality types. For instance, um, one of my great clients and great friends, Joanna, she is an ENFP, which means she's a campaigner. And I noticed that she really thrived within these small, intimate groups of people. It seemed like even in her just normal life, that's where she thrived. And we started asking questions about how we could bring that into her marketing strategy. And I watched her energy about her business and her strategy really blossom. It was like, oh, that feels really good to me. That feels really interesting. Whereas I would work with someone else who has a similar personality, but not quite the same. And what's going to light her up is going to be writing and producing long-form content. Whereas for Joe, the long-form content writing, not really her jam in the, at the moment in, in this phase. So cueing into those patterns, that's just one example. There's obviously 16 types, so there's a million examples. But that's kind of where it started. That was really the first yeah. pattern that I noticed. I love that. We, Whenever we welcome in new students into a couple of our programs, we have them take the Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram, the Love Language, and I feel like one other one. But we love mostly just to nerd out about like what our students are. But we, I love seeing those trends as well as like, okay, if we are this type and Abby and I funnily are both INFJs, but we like kind of come at it from two different aspects, which is super funny, but we attract different kinds of people in our audience who like the tendent, like, like the personality tendencies that we have. And so it's interesting to like come from a space of knowing who you are and know who your business partner is, but kind of working to your audience that's a different type so you can like connect with them on a different level and how really valuable that is in your business. Mm -hmm. It's super valuable. It's a next level oftentimes. I remember having this conversation with you and we were going through specifically some personality types that I was seeing inside my other business with my Young Living team. And I was suggesting that some of these people were struggling because they were trying to replicate the way I was replicating and it wasn't working for them. And I've come to realize, and it's it's been really helpful with Britt's kind of background to know that it's not that it's not possible. It just makes them so uncomfortable that it's not a natural fit for them. And so finding a marketing like principle or strategy like there's enough for all of us to pick something that's going to work for ourselves. But if we try to go against our own grain too much, we're going to dig a hole and it's going to make it really hard to move forward. Because if you're uncomfortable, other people see that and they it's harder to trust someone if they're outside of their comfort zone. Would you agree with that statement, Britt? Yeah. I mean, you just said it. And the whole thing here is that I believe that you shouldn't have to feel fake and salesy to grow your business. 
You just shouldn't have to feel that way. And feeling fake and salesy can come in many different forms and from many different things. What may feel fake and salesy to me might not at all feel fake and salesy to either one of you and vice versa. And I'm just, as a marketing coach, my job is not to make someone feel uncomfortable. My job is to help them start to move into the direction of what's going to feel aligned with how they naturally show up in the world. And if I can help you tap into what feels natural to you, I believe, because I watch it work every day, I believe that that natural feel-good atmosphere is going to magnetize the perfect people to you. Your good energy is going to be met with good energy. And I always get hit with, well, it can't all be easy. Like, I mean, sometimes you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. And yes, I agree. You know, it's, I'm not saying that this is like the end all be all. Forget everything you've learned about marketing and just prescribe to this. But I think it's a blend. And I think it's, it's one more notch of information and intel into yourself. So this doesn't have to be so hard all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it can be easy. And that's what we mean. We tell our audience often, like, It can and it is easy making money and selling if you untap the right thing. That's exactly why when we teach something, like even our own blueprints or roadmaps or lessons that we're sharing with other people, I'm like, tweak this to where it feels right for you. Like you cannot just copy and paste every person's formula. And this happens so often, especially in the marketing world. If we learn a strategy or we learn a technique for someone and we want to literally duplicate it as is inside of our own business and it either fails or it just hurts really, really bad to do. So it's not going to produce the results that we want. Right. So exactly. I looked up mine because I like knowing these things. And you looked up ours. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's just me, right? So Britt has this really cool website called marketingpersonalities.com. And you can click on your personality type. And it's going to take you to some information about yourself, which if you don't know yet, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. And then you can click through and it'll talk about some marketing strategies that you can use for you. And you can even download like a more full report. But one of the things it mentions, which just makes so much sense, is that I suppose you and I, Emily, (laughs) are both good at walking a potential client or customer through the process that we've dreamt up in our head. We like sharing long form content with our audience, either through writing, podcasting, or recording videos. What? Oh, that's so surprising, guys. I would have never (laughs) guessed that I enjoy those things. No, but if you had told me that three years ago, I might have been surprised. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. But I, I mean, I've done it long enough that I'm not as shocked that that makes sense for me. Because I think I've tried other things that didn't feel right. And so I stopped doing them. So what should it like Periscope? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Britt, what, what should we not be doing, Britt? Is there something we should? That's why I hate Twitter. Yeah, it's too small. It doesn't give uh, you enough space. Are way too long form, big thinkers for Twitter. When you said it that, just... I thought you were joking. You're being serious about No, I was literally no. connecting the dots. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. My life makes sense all of a sudden. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you said it. it. There are two things that usually go on here when someone when this is illuminated for them. It's either that they are validated in the things that they've already figured out for themselves and or they're given permission to finally lean into the things that they kind of had an inkling about, you know? Cuz this isn't I've never met somebody where they're like, "Whoa, I've never thought about that, but it still makes sense. It's all, it's always, hmm, I've definitely thought about that before. And now I know why I was called to do it that way. And oftentimes it's me being able to give a big fat permission slip to someone saying, here, this is what I suggest you could do and feel really good about. And therefore you can let go of all this other stuff. Yeah. You don't need it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I feel like I'm looking at our page as well and the bullet points of the key factors of this type, I feel like it's our about page where it literally says, you are mission driven, sharing is caring, you must start with why, and you love to dig in deeper. I'm like, okay, well, that literally says all of that on our about page. (laughs) And so using stuff like this, if you're struggling with figuring out like, what is your unique skill set that you bring to the space? Because that's what everyone always wants to try to figure out. Of like, okay, well, if I'm, you know, a coach or a designer or whatever, how can I stand out from the crowd? It's untapping stuff like this and information about literally your personality that you can serve that space uniquely. You got it. Right. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So if you were to like talk to someone who was unfamiliar with Myers-Briggs and they really didn't, they hadn't done this self-work yet and they were just starting their business, what are some things that you would suggest they work through to both discover more about themselves, but also start working on marketing right away that's going to feel right for them? Mm, Yeah. Great question. Well, I have to preface my first step with remembering and just calling out the fact that I don't think any of us quit our jobs and go against our entire society to do this thing that we've dreamt up to then find ourselves hating even any part of our business. And what I find, I find a lot of times is, especially in the creative space, and I tend to work with a lot of Creatives and intuitives, again, that intuitive feeler, and they tend to be coaches. They really love what they do. And this marketing piece and this sales piece, unfortunately, can be left to felt to they feel like, well, that's always just going to be a pain in the ass. And man, I just, I guess I'm too much of an idealist to, to accept that. I really don't think it needs to be a pain in the ass the rest of your business. It just doesn't. And so I don't think any of us quit our jobs to have anything in our business be something that we hate. And so again, here's another permission slip. You can choose to not hate this piece. And so if you want to choose to not hate this piece in your business, I would first go take the free personality assessment. I tend to send people to the one at 16personalities.com. I think the not only the the assessment, but what they give you afterwards, all the information about different parts of your life. It can be mind-blowingly accurate as long as you took the assessment well. And then once you have done that, you'll know your personality type. And then you can come over to the website that I've built, marketingpersonalities.com. Click on your personality type. Again, like like Abigail and Emily have already told you, you can you'll find more information about how you just naturally show up in the world, uh, where you find your flow, where you find your power, which that doesn't just speak to your marketing strategy. That can speak to your your business, your business model, your entire life. Let's be real. And then you can click through to, to see what your best marketing strategy could include. And 
I mean, my heart, (laughs) I would love to see more people start there as opposed to the rabbit hole of Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and blogs and all of it. You know, of course, educate yourself on things and hopefully you can start with a guiding light and that'll be you. That's essentially what this is. It's it's looking within and using self-awareness to know where to start as opposed to seeking the answers from some unknown, vast world that is the internet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also think it gives us permission, or it did this for me at least, where with every personality type, when you start to learn about it, there's obviously the goods and there's the qualities that you can like really relate to. And then there's the shit that's you're like, oh yeah, that's not the good part of my personality. And like, oh yeah, I do that annoying thing over here, or I'm negative in this sense over here. But I think it helps us it shines a light on those things for us to turn them around, especially in our business. Because like there was a lot of stuff at, at the beginning of business where I was kind of just like picking strategies out of the dark and like working one-on-one with people. And I hated it. And I didn't know why. And I thought it was like a fault. Like I couldn't do it. So it helps, I think, shine light on stuff that's like, there are other ways that you can show up and serve people in the world and you can use the things good or bad about yourself to help kind of tweak your message and your offer. Because there's a lot of ways that we show up that we are not for people. There are a lot of things that, especially in our marketing that we do that just isn't everybody's jam. But once you realize that that can be a positive aspect for you and your business, like you can actually lean into that and grow. Yes. And I think we kind of hit on it before, but also knowing the parts that aren't going to feel good for you. And so from the very beginning or no matter, I mean, even if you're not in the beginning and you're in the middle or or wherever you are, you've been doing this for a while and, and experimenting with different things, knowing the things that probably aren't going to feel good for you allows you to be able to clearly make a decision. You can either say, well, that's not going to feel good and and I'm still going to do it. That's totally fine. You can say that's not going to feel good. So I'm going to outsource or delegate it. I'm going to find someone that it, they are good at that. Or you can kind of compromise and say, I'm going to do it. But let's think now that I know more about myself, how can I do this without letting it overwhelm me, stress me out, completely burden me for 90 days? You know, nobody wants that. Nobody needs that in their business. So the awareness of what's going to be best and what's going to be worst all the way around can save you from some heartache and help you just get more creative about how you show up. Because again, you can just let go of the things that aren't going to matter and and really lean into and get creative with the things that will. So can we talk a little bit more for a little bit selfish reasons, but I do know there are surprisingly amount of INFJs in our audience, like for it being kind of a rare personality type, like there's a bunch of them in TCC. So can you give us some ideas like particularly around that type of marketing aspects that work really well for that type and maybe what's going to feel super uncomfortable? Yes. Okay. So the INFJ, I know you guys really, really well because, and this might speak to, I think this might speak to you too, and probably many in your, in your audience that we all have a dominant personality type. And then a lot of us have a very close second. We're either, at least for me, I'm a very even split between introverted and extroverted. And so dominantly I'm an ENFJ, but I know my INFJ is very close second. And for phases of my life, I think they I kind of switched, you know, like it just de- kind of depended on the phase I was in. So I definitely know the INFJ well. And 
for this specific type, man, you guys are, I guess I, I could say we sometimes, today, right? Um, <laughs> INFJs are tireless idealists. And again, like you said, you love to go deep. All of the intuitive feelers love to go deep. And therefore, especially for the INFJ, you always know that there is a level deeper to go to. And that's why long form content and extended indoctrination periods feel really, really good for you because you want to make sure that when you eventually get to ask for the sale, that person truly actually needs what you're selling. You're never going to be interested in selling something to someone who doesn't actually need what you're selling. That's just like that. All the INFJ bellies just went, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. That's not why I'm in business. <laughs> so that the content, this is what we see a lot of online INFJs doing is creating content. And and when I say content, it says this on the website as well. It, it can be written, it can be video, it can be audio, but it, it's long form. And so I also see with INFJs, what might feel kind of tough and not good for them is trying to come up with an Instagram caption. That takes a little practice for INFJs because there's always something deeper to come up with. And so I've definitely seen it. You can get good and, and it can become more, more natural. But when they first start out, it's like, can I just write a blog post, please? Like, why is there a character count, <laughs> count limit? So that's a funny little thing about yeah, INFJs. I think my Instagram captions are either like seven paragraphs long with like all the line breaks and emojis and everything, or it's just like, isn't this cute? <laughs> so I just have like yeah. no energy to like do the whole thing. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah, totally. Totally. And then on the flip side, to every best marketing strategy, there's a worst one. And so for INFJs, the thing that's going to feel not good, like the least good out of any of the strategies is a hard and fast sales conversation. So there's very little lead up to that conversation and you're just trying to make the sale. And it's not that we're bad at sales. INFJs actually are tend to be really amazing at sales once they get to it. They simply just have to know that the indoctrination phase is really, really important. And if, as long as they allow themselves space to indoctrinate and gather the right information, they can be incredible people to sell things. They just need space to do it. Yeah, that's why we do really well on webinars and have from day one. And I was just telling the story the other day about how I was like, so I am an introvert, true and true. And I was even more so in high school and like didn't want to step out of my shell. I would never raise my hand, not talk to anybody in class. So I kind of thought when I first was starting my business, like, doing something like a webinar or a video, I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to work because it's always been super scary for me. But it's one of those decisions where I made, I was like, well, I'm going to lean into it now and I'm just going to try it and see if it does make me feel any different than it has in the past. And it was entirely different because it was like this story and journey and going deep and sharing tactics, which I love to do. And then it was leading into like, oh, now you can give me money. And it felt so good. Yeah, you were serving. That is the INFJ. INFJs, they are servants. I mean, they're, they're so good for a certain cause. There are other personality types that will really serve anybody. And the cause, the why behind it isn't necessarily that important. For us, though, for the INFJs, the why behind everything is so important. And as long as you believe in that why and you see an opportunity to serve, 
if you put all of that into your sales process, you're golden. The why, the serving, and then then the sale. Yep, we're good. We're on the right track. That's our magic sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's funny because so many people who are in our audience, like we had some aha moments today. We were talking about selling, and I was just trying to spin it for people of like. Don't talk about just like selling the actual product. I need you to create the experience and how do people feel with this? Like I was convincing people that like coffee mug can like draw emotions from other people because it can. And our audience was like, oh yeah, well, when you talk about it like that, it makes sense. And so, I mean, it just goes back to your point earlier of like selling doesn't always have to feel icky. You can literally build selling in the way that you do it best. And if it requires like a 45 minute webinar before or a video before or whatever, like build that in. And the secret here, and all salespeople like hate this, but I'm going to say it because I'm on the marketing end. The job of marketing is to make sales non-existent because it just it's easy at that point. If your marketing is good, sales are easy, right? And so if we can tap in to what's going to feel good in marketing, sales. You, anybody listening right now that is like, oh, sales, I hate it. Well. You probably won't once your marketing is in check. And if your marketing is in check with you and your personality, we've got something really good going on. Yeah. All I want to do is like curl up and like make a marketing plan right now and and make, <laughs> yes. and make it long form and like have all this stuff planned. Like, But I will say per my personality, it is really easy to get stuck in planning versus like moving forward. I think because I do want to make it so deep and so long and so specific. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily very to the point, even though eventually I hit home and make it all make sense that it feels more like I have to make it a journey. And so I make it overcomplicated, which has been both an asset and a detriment to our business because sometimes keep it simple. Well, someone said sweetie today. Keep it simple, sweetie, yeah. instead yeah. of stupid. Yeah, I like that version <laughs> better. That's, that's much kinder. <laughs> if you were to talk to the people in the room that have been around the block a few times and have been marketing their business for a while, what are some suggestions you would have for them to just improve upon the things they're already doing well? That's good. Well, you can always audit your current strategy and your current process. I actually, and this comes in, you know, cause I coach clients one-on-one and we're constantly auditing, you know, what's feeling good, what's not feeling good. We start with a strategy that is aligned with their personality. And then, and this might answer some questions for someone out there that's like, well, but isn't there more to this? Like, why aren't you talking about the ideal client? Isn't that where my strategy is supposed to start with? I mean, that is the traditional way, right? Start with your ideal client, serve her. And I get that. The way that I have flipped the script is I say, let's start with you because you're the one behind it. You're the one that actually has to show up. Then let's talk about your offerings. Then let's talk about your ideal client. And with all of that information, we can create the best marketing strategy ever. Okay. But it's always iterating. It's always in the experimentation process. And the way that I don't know. I know you guys are like this. I know I'm like this. I'm coming up with ideas every freaking day. And so my offerings are changing as they need to. And so my strategy tends to change as well. With all that said, you can always do an audit. And I suggest if you don't yet know how your personality type can relate to your marketing strategy and vice versa, 
Find that out. And I encourage you to start using that as your home base. Because especially as the experienced entrepreneur, you may have tools in your your tool belt that may not have felt good at first, but you have them there. And so you have even more options than the beginner that's like, I don't know where to start. And just like anybody, anybody can go out and choose to strategize and market in whatever way they want. But if you can, regardless of what you're doing, what you're working on, can come back to this home base of you, you're probably going to be on a really good path. And so that's what I would go grab this tool, put it in your tool belt and and lean on it. I think that's probably going to feel really, really good for anyone that takes that advice. Well, and I think it's also important to remember, you brought up a point a little bit there about touching in on also like what makes sense for you right now. So even if that marketing aspect like works really well for you, like webinars work really well for us, we know we can convert really well. So in the past, we've done some webinars like every two weeks, once a week, like for the entire year. And it's exhausting and it burns you out and it like stunts your growth and all of this other stuff. And when my daughter was born, like we just didn't have the headspace anymore to do that that well. And so even though it was our happy place and what worked really well for us, it didn't work for our lifestyle anymore. And so I think really checking in with yourself about the strategies of what makes sense and what feels comfortable, but also like what can work with your lifestyle and how you've built it right now. Well, let's hop into talk strategy to me. And I'd love for you to give some people some action steps on remind people where they can figure out what their personality type is, how they can find out what these marketing tactics that are good for them and how they can dive deeper into all that. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. So let's get some self-awareness in the house here. If you don't know your personality type yet, Go find out. Uh, This is not hosted by me. 16personalities.com is an outside. That's the assessment that is free. You can go find your personality type out right there. And then once you know that piece, you can come over to my website, marketingpersonalities.com and click on your personality type and find out all this good information that we've been talking about. Find it out for you and your unique personality. And then after that, I'm a huge fan of journal prompts. So uh, you'll you'll get far enough into the the process that I've set up on this website and you'll have an opportunity to download a full report. And that full report is going to include your worst strategy, what the, your worst strategy is going to include, entrepreneurs that are like you. So you could, might be able to, you know, tap into them. They're probably going to speak your language. And if you, you can probably research and really dig their own businesses and see if you can kind of start emulating that because it's probably going to feel good to you. There are also some books that are probably going to speak your language. And then I also included a three-step checklist in all of these full reports to give you three things to do in the next 48 hours to get your marketing strategy better aligned with your personality type. And those three things, that's going to include starting to think critically about what this information that you just learned really means for your strategy and for your business. You can start by going through this list of three steps, start to see this really come together 
know what you can start working on right away and what you can let go of right away, right? We got to let go of something because we've got to create space for this this newfound info. So like you said, Abigail, you said, now I want to go, you know, create this long form content strategy and just, but then I'm kind of scared because I've definitely gotten in the weeds before doing that. You know, if that's you, I totally get it. I'm the same way. So I definitely gave that three-step checklist to get you a really good jump start in this. And keep it close because like I said, all of this is always experimentation, iteration, tweaking, changing, growing. So if you can always come back to this home base, I think you're going to be on the right track. So that's where it starts. Find out about your personality type and then find out what that means for your marketing strategy at marketingpersonalities.com. Awesome. Well, let us know where else people can hang out with you online. I know Emily is a big fan of your Instagram and you do have another website. So where are all those other places? I do. So this marketing personalities thing is kind of just a, another arm of my my home base, which is GM Marketing Group. That's the company that I do my marketing coaching under. And that's gmmarketinggroup.co. And I think that's the Instagram account that uh, Emily is is loving. There's all kinds of plants over there. So if you're a plant lady like yes. me, you're going to like it. <laughs> yes. It's yeah, beautiful. and really goofy Insta stories usually. So that's always fun. I also have a podcast called Marketing in Yoga Pants. And that's a fun little spot on the internet, I think, and a private Facebook group. So that's there too. But really, the home base is jammarketinggroup.co. And you can find me everywhere else from there. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Britt. Thank you so much for having me, girls. This is so much fun. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.